Hi, welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. I don't know what, <laughs> what happened there. Hello. Try something different, didn't work. <laughs> but you tried, Ryan. I tried something. I you tried. tried. Stick to what you know is what, is what I'm going to do in the future. <laughs> uh, this week, we are continuing our trip through Fantasyland and starting off in Storybook Circus. So sit back, relax. And enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. I guess before we continue our tour, we yeah. should talk about the kind of relatively big changes that Disney and Universal announced over the last few days. Mm. And that's the decision to remove masks, optional, um, if you're outside. Well, yes. If you're outside and you're not in an attraction or queue, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, I, I mean, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I know mm-hmm. I've mentioned it on Disney Parks and Beyond as well. And I, I, I was pretty much expecting this to happen over the summer. I didn't think it would happen this soon. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But I was expecting the change. Yeah, I think that I think it makes sense that it's the first change that comes in, doesn't it? Because obviously the, the CDC have said you, can, you don't have to wear a mask at all if you've been fully vaccinated. But Disney still have that policy. You still have to wear a mask within Disney and Universal if you're inside, right? It makes sense. Regardless of whether you've been vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, how else are Disney going to be like, have you been vaccinated? Yeah, I mean, it's not just not... Passports aren't a thing in America. Yeah. And it's not not practical. It's not worth it. It's not worth them taking the risk, is it really? It's, It's not just a risk, but I mean, imagine the pushback from certain people. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier if they just say that everyone wears a mask, it's easier to control that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It makes complete sense. I mean, the, the, the not having to wear a mask if you're fully vaccinated, I is a little bit controversial for me. I think. I, I think I'd still probably wear it inside. Yeah. Like just, just for the time being, it feels, yeah. it feels like that to, uh, to me personally. Um, yeah. I agree. But yeah. I, I think, I think the outside one, makes sense i mean as we were saying earlier before this podcast that um in the uk you haven't had to wear a mask outside at any point throughout all of this i mean and and you know take that as you will based on our stats but um you know we haven't had that restriction so our theme parks that are open at the moment you don't have to wear a mask um in uh, outdoors no exactly and i think the the other thing with with that is like they have proved time and time again that the risk of transmission outside is very, very, very small. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, places like Disney 
I suppose more Disney in particular does get very crowded and things like that. Um, so, yeah. you know, if I was there, I might choose to wear the mask depending on where I am. If I'm in like a completely open area, I imagine Epcot will be quite good. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if, if, I'm at, if I'm at the Magic Kingdom and I am queuing to get in, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd probably wear my mask. Um, yeah. If I'm, you know, walking through a packed main street at the end of the night, Mm-hmm. I'd probably wear my mask. Yeah. If I'm just sort of like going around the park and it's not too crowded, you know, you can generally keep sort of some kind of distance from people. Yeah. Then, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem not wearing my mask. No, exactly. So, I mean, you know, for us, for Donald and I, who obviously have a trip booked in yep. theory um, for late summer, and I know obviously you and I do as well shortly after that, mm-hmm. it's definitely welcome news in that heat. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, I can understand people sort of not like like having to wear it in the heat. Um, I mean, it is kind of a it's a company. It's, it's people complaining about it, but it's kind of like, well, it's your compromise. It's your you you know you're willing to go, so you have to accept the fact that you have got to wear a mask. Yeah, um, and, and obviously we were more than willing to follow the yeah follow the rules, yeah. but it's definitely a welcome change that oh yeah yeah removing it outside. Yeah. And, but what they have said is, as soon as you enter an attraction queue. Doesn't matter if that queue is outside or inside, you have yeah. to wear a mask. Yeah. Right until the point sense. where you exit the ride. Like you have to exit the queue on the other side. At that point, you can take your mask off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? It's, it's kind of like the same thing with the, you know, being fully vaccinated. You, if they just have a blanket rule and say, if you're in a queue for, a, for an attraction, you have to wear a mask, then it avoids the problems of like, oh, well, this bit's outside, but this bit's not outside. And, you know, yeah, exactly. this sort of stuff. It's just so much easier to manage, isn't it? I think the other thing is that, that Disney cast members weren't particularly happy based on Twitter because Universal announced the change first. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've consistently done so throughout this whole pandemic. They've been yeah. way ahead of Disney. Which, I mean, it doesn't surprise me entirely because obviously Disney is like a bigger beast. It is, yeah, and, and, and they so will look the, to other parks first to go. Well, how's this going? I mean, the, yeah, the Universal open first. Yeah, and it's not like D- Disney don't need Disney don't need the kind of guests coming. Through, like they'll have guests coming through the gates regardless of what they do, don't they? Yeah, so they don't yeah. they don't need to be the first one to do this. No, no. Um, but the, where, where cast members have problems is apparently like one like literally left for the day. Right. Nothing was even like oh we might be doing this. And then two hours later, they announced they're doing it the next day. So like, cast really members weird, have had no, no, like, no preparation or, or anything for how to handle guests yeah. the next morning. That's pretty bad, isn't it? It's bad. Like, if I was Disney, I'd say, right, in a week's time, yeah, this is what it's going to be. Yeah, because it's almost like they sort of, as soon as the CDC sort of loosened their restrictions on masks, they jumped all over it, didn't they? Well, it wasn't even that. It was when Universal did it. It was the same day. So as soon as Universal announced it, it was a few hours later. Disney did the same thing, right? But that, but that was it was when, the same. I think it was the CDC around the same time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because I mean, I I'm assuming that in the US, in generally, that you don't have to wear a mask outside. I think in some places you've had to. Oh, is it okay? What in certain yeah. states? Definitely, because I mean, I've heard lots of people complain that oh well, if I'm out running and there's no one around, why am I wearing a mask? Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, which does seem a bit bonkers because over here we've just literally not, yeah, not that at all. Yeah. I mean, obviously in Florida it's a bit more relaxed anyway because the governor is a bit of a. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever you were going to say is, is put, probably putting it lightly. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, he he does seem a bit of a. 
blank. Yeah, <laughs> insert in, insert swear word of choice here. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I doubt I doubt there's been like heavy restrictions on masks in Florida at the moment. So. No, but Orlando and kind of Orange County have been pretty heavily restricted because of the nature of what's in there yeah. and keeping people safe. Yeah, as an, as an outsider, it's very hard to keep track because you've got like national level restrictions, state level restrictions, county level restrictions. Yeah, and they differ slightly depending on what political party or that. Yeah, it is it's the just person a, running the places. It, it really is a mess. Yeah, um, but you know, I think the the whether or not the UK can go to America is very much pinned on how bad this Indian variant goes. Now, I think uh yes yeah because i think it wouldn't surprise me i mean i mean the thing play, um travel operators are offering holidays for amber, amber countries i'm assuming the, the us is in the amber classification isn't it mm. um so you know places like virgin holidays i assume would would sell you a flight because it just means that you have to quarantine when you come back to the uk mm. but it's a case of whether the us are going to allow us in yeah, right now we're not allowed in. Yeah, and whether that, as you say, whether that will change because of the Indian variant. Um, yeah, although it's not, but it's for what they just released a study, um, and it's it's all kind of relevant because we're talking about potentially being able to travel to theme parks and things outside of the UK. Yeah, um, they were just released a study from Delhi yesterday that says the like they're using AstraZeneca. Um, mm-hmm. It's no more vaccine resistant than any other strain. Right. Okay. It's just it's just more transmissible, is it, than your average strain? It's kind of around the same kind of transmission rate as the Kent variant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sort of thing I'd heard that it was roughly the same. And it's um, not. Yeah. It's not vaccine resistant. So really. So in theory, you know, we we should still be in a good place. But it's just yeah, we're very much seeing our trip, and I think our trip even after that is kind of fifty fifty at the minute yeah yeah which uh, yeah i don't feel like it's necessarily like it's <laughs> i think it's been 50 50 all along really hasn't it yeah um i think the hope was that after the well approaching the 17th of may it might be a little bit more yes or no but yeah. it's still it's still 50 50 isn't it yeah, yeah 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 so yeah that's the new rule i mean definitely welcome news uh, you know and as we said i think i saw something from wdw news today Mm. and um they were like oh there's people not wearing masks when they're queuing up to um get a beer and it's like well yeah they don't have to why would they yeah that seems a bit like if, if you were like queuing up inside like in baseline tap house you probably have to wear a mask because you you're this inside is like a, this is if like you, um a beer stand outside yeah or if like the, yeah like the one in um animal kingdom near yeah in the in the asian yeah uh, thing um yeah why would you have to wear a mask for that necessarily yeah it, it definitely seemed a bit kind of clickbaity because it's like well they're not breaking the rules wdw news today being clickbaity well mm. they're no inside the magic are they <laughs> speaking as a ex inside the magic writer yeah clickbait, <laughs> clickbait is uh is on another level there uh disney food blog seemed to be the worst to be fair um they're a big fan of just like crunching something up in front of a camera and from what i've heard it goes straight in the bin oh really there's a lot of food wastage apparently i've seen i've, I mean, I've heard from people that she, that she just buys it and then throws it in the bin 
I mean, that doesn't entirely surprise me because you couldn't I mean, eat that food, could you? Yeah, exactly. The amount of the amount of food that they review and things like that, you can't you you couldn't consume all that. Obviously, you're walking around with a lot a lot of the day, but still, that's a lot of calories, isn't it? It is. It is a lot of calories. Yeah, because basically, any new menu item that gets added at Disney Food Locker, there kind of yeah, you know, yeah, which is that you know that bread and butter, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it doesn't surprise me, but it does feel a bit wrong, doesn't it? It does feel a bit wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, what you mean. In, in pre-COVID times, I would have probably given it to someone else. Obviously, not if I'm like crunching it up in my hands. <laughs> um, maybe she did, but um, not from what I've heard. So we're moving into a, an area where I don't or don't spend an awful lot of time currently, but I think as yeah. with a a, a one-year-old and obviously kind of growing up she's we're going to be spending a lot more time in this area mm-hmm. which is um storybook circus and the first stop stop on our way so we last time we finished at the uh, little mermaid meet and greet area and yeah it's a reminder that we're kind of going on to the 2019 pre-covid map um so which is why meet and greets and things are on the map so we're moving to probably the area that i visit the most in storybook circus which is the big top souvenirs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so which... we've got big top souvenirs, and within that, you get like two, two for one. Here is big top treats. Big tre- right. Okay. Which isn't on the map as like a separate thing, is it? It's all part of the. All That's part right. of the, Yeah, the souvenir place. Um, I, which I, I they... really like this 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 location. I think it's a really. I think Storybook Circus is a mm-hmm. not really nicely designed area. And yeah. I was talking about it on, well, actually the same day this episode goes out, also go and listen to Chat Disney because I'm on that episode talking about Storybook Circus and Dumbo in particular, saying oh, okay. that Disney basically built an entire land just to house Dumbo. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all Dumbo themed. Uh, yeah, much, it is actually. Pretty much. Yeah. I pretty, mean, pretty, yeah, m- a mostly. couple of things that... That, that aren't but it's it's circus themed and the only reason it's circus themed is because dumbo's in it um and you, you also have something else we'll be talking about so you've got dumbo and the casey jr splash area as well right so yeah i never really I, considered that yeah this it's weird isn't it because it's obviously part of new fantasy land but within that it's mm. kind of a land within itself i mean that's the thing i mean new fantasy land is like it's kind of three lands sort of roughly isn't it um, yeah, because you've got like a little kind of Beauty and the Beast area, then you've got a little mermaid area, then you've yeah. got the circus area, and then you have the Seven Doors Mine Train, which sits kind of in the middle of everything. Yeah, but even like you've got like Phil Our Magic and and It's a Small World is all kind of bundled into Fantasyland, Fantasyland, isn't it? Yeah. And you think you know it, it's kind of feels like several lands all merged into one as Fantasyland. Yeah, I um, think Fantasyland gets away with it. Yeah. Um, so I actually, this, the reason I usually go to this souvenir place is because, as I think I said before, they, in the Frontierland episode, they often sell like the limited edition like t-shirts and pins on like a Halloween event here. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel did we? I feel like we went there when we went in like 2018 for, yeah. during Halloween Horror Nights. I think we did go to Big Top, didn't we? We did. Yeah. To to buy souvenirs and stuff. I I really like it as a store. I don't think they offer the best 
selection of souvenirs and things it, it seems to be large from, from memory there's a lot of kind of like kids clothing and stuff in in this store right okay i mean uh, that doesn't surprise me if it's like you know, yeah it makes sense where, where it's positioned yeah but big top treats i've been to a few times um it's very similar to um the main street kind of confectionery mm. area so it's got yeah, just dealing like, with your your fudge and your toffee apples that sort yeah, of thing like cotton candy house made yeah. caramel corn um, chocolate dipped strawberries and probably some rice crispy treats there yeah marshmallow treats cake yeah. pops cupcakes and brownies and um, kind of different cookies and things yeah it's kind of it's kind of just your classic disney sort of bakery goods yeah um sex selection isn't it which i mean isn't 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 bad not saying no. it's bad but no it's, it's it does offer a good selection um i've been there a few times because it's the other side for main street it kind of works out quite well Oh, uh, what based on based on where you are for the Couldn't day? Be further away, I don't think really. Um, yeah, <laughs> not much, could it? Compared to where the confectionery shop is in Main Street, it's like yeah. the opposite end of the park. Yeah, it could, um, it's almost like the very top right corner. Yeah, and everything yeah. I found here is again has been of the same quality as 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 Main Street. So it's definitely, and it often tends to be a little bit quieter. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can say that, yeah. So, I mean, people people obviously are in the shop anyway, and the big top treats is just kind of in the middle of the store. Mm. It's a bit of a, it's a strange location for it, but it works quite well. Yeah, it does. It does. It's um, I mean, it's it's a little, it's a little bit strange that they have it kind of mixed in with the like general shop, but then it's not the first time that they've done that. No, no, exactly. I mean, famously there was the um, the one in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, 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 yeah. which I think has changed now, hasn't it? It's gone, isn't it? Is it is it just a sweet place now? I don't know if it's even a sweet place. Oh, is it? Maybe it's maybe it's gone since the last time I went. We'll get to know. when we get to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll find uh, out. We'll yeah. find out. Yeah, because uh, I can't remember because I know last time I was there they were making changes to it. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, I need to refresh my memory on it. But um, yeah, so it's a, I think it's a really well designed shop and kind of treats area. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but beyond that there's not a huge um amount to say on it really no no as you say it's good for the i said halloween horror nights earlier i meant mickey's not so scary i didn't even <laughs> so i didn't even register that you said that <laughs> um yeah it's good as you say it's kind of good for the souvenirs during mickey's not so scary um yeah. but yeah otherwise it's just your kind of your general shop slash eatery snack place yeah yeah exactly so we're, we're moving on and we're moving um, up to the kind of one of the furthest attractions on the map. And that is Pete's Silly Sideshow, where you can meet Donald, Daisy, Goofy and Minnie. Um, I will admit I've never been in here. I certainly haven't been in here in recent years. I mean, <laughs> it would have been a very long time since the last time I would have been in here. Because obviously this opened, I think, in 2012. Oh, did it? In which case, I would have never been in here. And you basically get to meet the characters in, like, circus-themed outfits. Right, okay. So okay. Um, I imagine you will be going here. I think so, yeah, at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Goofy's in his kind of, like, great Goofini outfit. Okay. Um, but I think they do, they do sometimes rotate some of the characters. So I, I think sometimes you see... Pluto. I think they they maybe swapped Pluto in 
at some point. Right, well, every now and then. Yeah, but 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 yeah, basically you can meet some of Disney Classics characters there here. Yeah. And the yeah. backdrops are really cool. They've got like um circus backdrops. So if you like kind of meeting characters in different outfits and different backdrops and things, it's quite nice. It's a good place to, to go. That. And again, it doesn't feel as busy as like meeting some of the characters down Main Street, like Mickey and Tinkerbell Main Street are usually pretty busy. Yeah, I think generally anywhere that with with Mickey is normally pretty busy. I mean, this, you know, it does have Donald and, and Goofy. Um, yeah. Obviously, I, I feel like Daisy's a bit of a... I don't know of, anyone that likes Daisy Duck. Yeah, not not to not to any significant extent. Obviously, obviously they've got Minnie. Um, but yeah, it, it just feels like sort of a few of the characters... I mean, it's hard to say. It kind of feels like a few of the characters that you see less of. Yeah. Um, but they're still beloved characters. Yeah, so the... Um, and again, apologies, they may have switched out to Pluto now, but originally it was the great Gaffini, the astounding Donardo, Donardo. Mini, <laughs> Mini Manifique, and Madame Daisy Fortuna. Right. Um, so it, in kind of like... Um, Daisy was in like a gypsy... Can you say that? Probably can't say that. Gypsy outfit. Um, Mini I mean, Mouse I guess was... it depends on what... It feels like there's kind of two two meanings of the word gypsy. I feel like in, in that context, she's she's like a gypsy fortune teller. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a I think acceptable. That's, that's fine. Term. If someone disagrees with me, please tell me. And I yeah, I I'm not entirely sure on the political correctness of that, but yeah, no. it feels like it would be okay in that it feels, context. Feels okay, doesn't it? It feels like if anything, it's on Disney's. It's Disney's fault for dressing her as a <laughs> as a gypsy, as a fortune teller gypsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like in this country, gypsy has a different kind of. It definitely does, yeah. Yeah, connotation. Usually goes with caravan. Um, <laughs> Mini Magnifique is kind of like just like a kind of princess. Okay. And and Donald just looks like an absolute state. So <laughs> standard. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, but yeah, yeah so mean, it's not somewhere we either of us have been to, but and it's two separate queues, so you either meet. Um, Minnie and you meet them as a pair. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. Or Donald and Goofy, which is, a, I feel like, is a little bit harsh. I feel like you could just move one room to the next if you wanted to. Yeah, it feels like if you, it feels like you could have one main queue and then just move people along. Yeah. You know, so then you meet all the characters, everything like that. Yeah, but yeah. um, but yeah, so that's Pete's silly sideshow, and, and I know I remember from Mickey's Not So Scary, they swap out the characters there, so they they're wearing um, those spooky Halloween. outfits and things. Yeah, that's nice. So we're moving on to um, the Main Street, not the Main Street, we're way off Main Street, the <laughs> um, the railroad. Oh, okay, you're going 51, yeah. Yeah, yep. so the Walt Disney World Railroad, the, um, the Fantasyland Station. Yeah, obviously not open at the moment, presumably. Presumably, it's not going to be open for the 50th either, which is a real, I mean, I mean we've talked about it before, but yeah. I think that's pretty unforgivable. Um, yeah, it's kind of disappointing, isn't it, that they haven't? I, I mean, I don't know if that was the if if that's like COVID related because obviously they've had to slow down progress on Tron. Yeah, um, but it's been shut for at least three years. Yeah, is that all because of Tron? Yeah, it's the Tron right, construction. Okay. Yeah, I know that it's because obviously the Tron construction kind of is beyond the tracks, isn't it? Yeah, it's on it's on the kind of spaceship Earth side of the tracks. Um, Definitely so yeah, not on the spaceship Earth side of the tracks. Not space. Oh my god! I don't know what going. Oh, I don't know what's going on today. Space but, Mountain. If they've moved it so that the train goes around Epcot as well, <laughs> I mean, it's worth the wait. 
mean, that would be a long train tra- train ride. It would, wouldn't it? It'd yeah. be a whole lot of nothing between Magic Kingdom and Epcot. It would, yeah, they would. Um, I'd still be yes. honest. Space Mountain. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, it, it does feel like they could they could put up like a temporary tunnel and and so that people yeah. can get to watch the construction. It kind of but, feels like they could have done something. They could have got it up running sooner. Could, it just definitely, it? definitely, or even just built a tunnel. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I don't know what they are entirely doing. Because obviously they've they've got to have a way of getting across. Yeah. Um. Because I'm trying to think, how do they get across it in in Space Mountain? Because it's not uh, it just, it's not clear from the map. It just goes. Um, Space Mountain is like slightly. Oh yeah, it's not, is it? Because Space Mountain is be, is on the other side of the tracks, but the entrance is on is it within the tracks? So yeah. somehow you've got to cross. Yeah. And I can't remember whether you go over or under. I think you um, go. Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, because it, it's not clear from the map because they show because you can see where the people mover goes round. Yeah, they've got that track, but they haven't got you. You can't actually see where people walk into space into Space Mountain. Um, but yeah, they're obviously going to have to do something with with Tron. Whether you whether the, the track goes through a tunnel or whether you walk over the track or under the track, you know. Yeah, um, it's going to be something. They'll have yeah, they definitely have to do something. So yeah, hopefully it opens soon. I mean, are you to be honest? I I usually either get on at Main Street Station or New Fantasyland. I have to say, right? Okay. Um, very rarely do I get on at Frontier. It's just the way that we like because we work our way. We tend to go. I mean, this is before Piper, obviously. We usually hit Tomorrowland, and then kind of work our way around some of our favourites. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. usually we, we come to Fantasyland pretty late in the day, unless we've got a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, yeah. So then it's a case of going. Oh, should we just get the, should we just get the train back to Main Street? And usually, what we'll do is we'll stay on, do a complete loop, and then stop at Main Street again. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say because it's it's probably it's probably quicker to walk if you were in sort of like, if you if you were at um, Seven Dwarfs. It's I mean it's always quicker to walk. <laughs> than, than it is to get to queue up and get the train yeah yeah because you've got to wait for the train you know you may not get a seat on the train so you've got to wait for the next train yeah uh and then you got to then you actually got to go round, <laughs> go on the train and that that would take time yeah exactly so that's the uh, Fantasyland station um now we're moving on to the casey jr splash and soak station yes which um obviously i've not done because it would be a bit weird <laughs> but um i think it's designed really well yeah yeah i agree with that it is really nicely designed um attraction i think obviously you know i definitely see no probably not this year but no i mean i i would assume maybe in like maybe, 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 if she's if i she's, don't even know if it would be next year would it like, oh yeah she, like yeah. two olds running straight into that uh okay okay just try and stop them <laughs> just knowing my you know like my um nephews uh two well he'll be three this year right he'd be running in first into that <laughs> um yeah it, it, but as you say it is a, is a well-designed area isn't it and obviously it's all i haven't really thought about it before but it is like you know dumbo themed isn't it and all that sort of stuff they basically built the circus team around dumbo yeah 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 um so yeah i mean it's a good little area where the kids can kind of cool off and I, I do think it's designed nicely obviously it's designed on casey jr the the train from uh dumbo 
mm-hmm. and there's like various different like sound effects and noises that are going off and the, you can see the animals in the in the, in the train carts and things yeah yeah so yeah it, it is pretty good um but it's not much to say it is a splash area it's you know it's a very nicely designed one but it's still a splash mm-hmm. area yeah yeah um so moving on to um the next one which is the three yeah I went on this a few years ago. I've definitely been on it since it changed to the Great Goofini. Okay, yeah. This it's the same coaster as it was when it was part of Mickey's Toontown. Yeah, I mean, I I rarely go on this one. I don't remember the last time I went on this. No, I mean it's it's a good coaster for like kids, basically. Yeah, and the thing is because it's kind of like it is quite tucked away. Yeah, like compared to compared to the rest of the park. I mean, the story. Um, what did you call it storybook storybook circus right circus yeah um it is that whole sort of like we'll call it a land is kind of quite tucked away really isn't it in relation to the rest of the park i always feel yeah it is actually um i mean it has got a height restriction on this one it's not very it's not very high but i don't think the piper will be tall enough to ride it this year right 89 centimetres. No, I don't think so. 89 centimetres. What's that? That's about 89 centimetres, isn't it? About 89 centimetres, 35 <laughs> inches. I mean, that doesn't particularly... I mean, it's, it's not far away from a metre, is it? But yeah, I was trying to think of where that You're is, right, like, height-wise. Not... Yeah, it's about 11 centimetres away from a metre, Ryan. It is. <laughs> I think I think it's bang on 11 centimetres away from a metre. Uh, pretty roughly, yeah. Your yeah. take. <laughs> Give us a it was take a centimeter. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of like height, like like actually like height wise, how tall would that be? So yeah, it's not happening. I don't think. No, I think she's gonna be quite a way off. You might have to stretch her a bit if, <laughs> if, yeah. if you're gonna try and make it flat. I'm not in a rush to try and squeeze into that attraction. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, it's a nicely designed coaster for what it is, and I think people often yeah. say, "Oh, it's a rubbish coaster," but it's not designed for adults. No, no, it is it's designed for kids, isn't it? So it's, it's a like, good first little coaster for kids, the same as the Flight of the Hippogriff is in Islands of Adventure. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's quite a well-designed coaster. They did well on the redesign, considering it's it's the same coaster as well. Yeah, yeah, because it you know it does look quite good, and I can you know it's it, I can see it being quite appealing for kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so moving away from the Barnstormer. And over to Dumbo. Yes, and as you as you were saying, the the main the main attraction for this land subland, we'll call it. Yeah, and basically, when I was on um, Chat Disney, we were basically doing um, Disneyland Paris versus Walt Disney World in terms of the ones right, that okay. had the same attractions. Yeah, and yeah. How they how they compared? I won't yes, spoil the results of which park, uh, which resort even won. Um, oh well, overall, so you, were you were you doing a resort as a whole? Kind of we were saying, okay, well, Big Thunder is in Paris and in Walt Disney World, which is the winner. Yeah, but I would we, say Paris, but and yeah. we did. I won't spoil it, um, but we did it for every attraction that was the same across both resorts. Right. Okay. And crowned the winner. Got oh, the I see. I see. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because because it, it's kind of a bit of a balance, isn't it? Because obviously, like you know, Big Thunder is probably better in Paris, but Tower of Terror is better in Florida. Yeah. Um, so yeah, interesting, interesting one. Yeah, so I, there was a very clear winner, and it did surprise me. But um, yeah, go and, go and have a listen to that show, and you'll find out what it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, broadly speaking, I mean, 
I, I'll, I'll reveal the results in Dumbo because we're talking about it. But Disney World won the Dumbo one purely because, well, A, there's, they tackled one of the biggest problems, which was the huge weight for Dumbo that they had before. Right, okay. Um, by putting an exact replica attraction next to it. So there's two Dumbo rides now. Oh, is there? Oh, right, okay. Okay. Yeah. And they also fixed the queue because they, I mean, this is pre-COVID, obviously, but there's like interactive queue elements and things and you get like a ticket <clears throat> to come back. So when they call you, then you're, you know, you're off playing with some of the circus games in the queue and things. Mm-hmm. So I think they've done a really good job at, at making sure that loads of people can still ride Dumbo, but not get bored, especially when it's young kids. Yeah. Not yeah. stood in the queue for 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of like your classic, it's just your classic sort of, I don't know what sort of ride you would call it. The, the, it's basically the same as Aladdin's flying carpets, isn't it? I mean, that sort of thing. It's one of like the original versions of that, but you can yeah. find like every single theme park has one of these. Yeah, yeah, it's much. it's pretty standard, isn't it? Obviously, it, the theming of Dim- Dumbo is nice. Yeah, you know, I think it works really well. Um, you know, as you say, it's great. It's great for young kids, isn't it? Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and I haven't been on it in a few. I haven't actually been on it since it opened up in New Fantasyland. Yeah, I don't think I've been on it in in Disney World. I have been on it in Disneyland Paris. I think last last time I went to Disneyland Paris, I went on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not in Disney World. I think it's been at least 20 years since I've been on it, to be honest. Uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it was the same for me, to be fair. At least, I would think. Um, so yeah, I think definitely an incredibly well-designed attraction now that it sits in um, the circus area. So moving moving away from storybook circus we're mm-hmm. heading back into the main area of fancy land now and we're hitting the what i believe is next on our list is the mad tea party yes yeah yeah not really one for me yeah you're not a fan I'm of not, the uh, i'm not a huge fan of the spinning tea uh, teacup rides yeah um, and this is this is another thing that, that cropped up on the chat disney show where um everyone was saying oh you never see characters you know, in all the promotion material, characters. Oh, are what? yeah, they're in the they're riding in the cups, aren't they? There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have actually seen Alice and the White Rabbit ride this. Right. Okay. Um, which is quite cool to see. I mean, but, it, it it makes sense when there's like when it's a bit quieter. Well, they I think they were they were with um they were with a kid that was obviously got clearly quite ill. Right. Okay. And they I think the kid was meeting them, and then they just said, "Let's go." On on there oh the i see and right, it was, it was nice. i mean that kind of thing is what makes disney so special i think yeah 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 it, the kid was having a time of their life yeah and when yeah when it's something like that they they I see, they do put a huge amount of effort in don't they yeah and honestly the, like the because we saw it just as the kid was on the attraction mm-hmm. and they were having the best time like literally the parents weren't even with them it was it was alice and the white rabbit and the right. kid between them <laughs> And it would, yeah, those kind of things are amazing to see. So I think that, yeah, that was yeah. nice. It's the only time I've ever seen it happen. Um, right. Okay. I, when you first said about, I, I thought it was a case of they were just riding on their own. No, um, no. Yeah. I see. It I was see. the only time I've ever seen characters ride the attraction. Um, but I mean, I haven't, again, I haven't, I don't go on this very often. Um, I don't mind this. I don't mind the spinning too much. Um, my dad would always take it too far, as, as I've said before, like as kids. He'd basically like spin it so much that I'm pretty sure you'd have to shut down the ride afterwards. 
he really loves pushing the limits of the safety. Well, almost felt like his objective was to try and make us throw up. <laughs> like that, if he could do that, was his win for the day. That was that was yeah. If I can make you, if you can, if I can make you vomit at some point in the day, yeah, I will have done my job. So yeah, my mum, my mum would often not want to ride it, but ride it just to make sure he didn't go, he didn't push things too far. <laughs> right. Um, just to but, keep him. Keep keep him sound. She went through like vertigo when I was in my mid-teens, I would say. So she hasn't been on it since. Right, okay. Um, do, you, do you mean vertigo? Pretty sure I mean vertigo. But vertigo is afraid of heights, isn't it? No, it's not. Yeah. It's like an ear thing. I think. That's not vertigo. Vertigo after fly. Oh, okay. Yeah, vertigo feels like you or everything around you is spinning. Oh, okay. I thought it was something to do with heights. Um, I think okay. like, like lots of spinning like can kind of cause it to come back. Right, okay. Um, so she just hasn't risked it. Right, I see, you see. Um, either that or she's just used it as an excuse not to go on because she doesn't like it. <laughs> but I mean, again, like teacups is in most theme parks. It, it's yeah. special because it's Alice in Wonderland, but I always feel like Alice is massively underrepresented in, in Disney World. When you look at Paris and they've got the teacups and they've got the labyrinth. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Which I think is a quite nice area. And I mean it for me for me, I would definitely shave off a bit of the speedway and put a labyrinth in. I mean, I would happily just shave off the entire speedway. Yeah, but like put a labyrinth in and another coaster or something, you know. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it just baffles me the size of that area for the speedway. It is crazy. It's isn't just it? you <laughs> could bonkers. fit about you, ten of the teacups in that. You space. could you could fit the entire storybook circus in that space easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. It Which is, is just how mad, how big that is, and they haven't gotten rid of it. In it looks this like time. Could, it looks like you could fit about two Seven Dwarfs mine trains as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I reckon so. Yeah, it, it is mad, but um, yeah. So I don't go on it very often. Obviously, with um, Piper growing up, we will be going on it more. Um, so I'm looking forward Assuming to taking, she doesn't uh, get sick I'm looking forward to taking on the mantle of uh, spinning it so much <laughs> like your father before yours and his father before his we'll be we'll be at, um, we'll be in Disney World and my dad will just look at me and go it is time <laughs> you take the spin now <laughs> my work here is done I pass the mantle on to you, son. <laughs> oh, um, that's brilliant. So moving, moving from the Mad Tea Party on to one of the smallest menus uh, of any yes. location. I feel like this has almost got to be the smallest. I think it, yeah, I think it has. You know, aside from a simple cart. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and you're right. It's not a cart. It is. Yeah. Proper, it's a. It's a location with like the glass window kiosk. Yeah, it's like a window kiosk place. Yeah. Um, Which Cheshire Cafe. Um, yeah, I actually think. I mean, it's currently closed because of COVID. Yeah, uh, but the Cheshire Cat Tail is one of my favourite items at Disney World. I, I have never had it, but I would really like to have it. It is very um, good. I, I think. I think I was planning to last time I went, or something like that, and I didn't for some reason. Whether I don't just eaten when we were over there. That's the so, problem. Even in three weeks, I, they were like, oh, I'm going to try this. I haven't done this in a while. I haven't done this in a while. Even in three yeah. weeks, I didn't hit everything I wanted to try. 
Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's difficult when it comes to the food, isn't it? Because like, yeah. if you're just constantly eating, then for one thing, you don't always feel like going on the rides if you just like yeah. eating something. And then, and also, like you'll just get fat <laughs> just from, just yeah. from just like so if you were full. to eat everything. Yeah, you're just, just like, so full. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, Cheshire Cattail, I do really, really rate it. Like when this is when this place is open, it's the only place you can get it. Right yeah. now, you can get it in. Um, why is it every time I, I forget the name of this place, even though it won won the dining location? Oh um, yes. Why is um, it? Oh my god! It's uh, every single time. Every time, I always forget it as well. Seventy-eight. Really it's a, number seventy-eight, really... Ryan. Cosmic rays. Cosmic rays. Yeah, there you go. I don't know <laughs> I don't, why. It's such I don't a know why. It really does. I don't know why. I go there every single trip. Yeah. Like Casey's Corner, don't go there every trip. Bang, remember it. No yeah. I hardly ever go to Casey's Corner, and yet Cosmic Rays, yeah. that name is just gone. Yeah. And I, 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 and I genuinely love Case, um, Casey, Cosmic Rays. It's yeah. such a great location, and it offers such a great selection of food. I know, I know. It's, 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 it's very strange. But currently, yeah. that's the place where you can get the Cheshire Cattail. Right, okay. Um, okay. Because, of, because this is closed. Yeah, I don't really know why it's closed, to be honest. Especially now... Now with the yeah. mask, I wonder if it'll open up again. Maybe. Maybe it's just because it's quieter that they don't yeah, possibly. warrant having it open or or they've got fewer staff working, so they don't want to. I mean, obviously, well, they didn't lay off that much from Florida, right? It's mostly from... Quite, quite a few. But was yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was mostly from Disneyland. Every, trip. every single trip, we'd go here at least at least once. What, um, and get a cattail? Uh, not necessarily just a cattail. They used to have... Um, like iced coffee here. This is before Starbucks opened. Oh, okay, okay. So, and obviously, I'm not a massive fan of Joffrey's. So they used to have like a vanilla or I think it was a, a mocha, like just from a machine. Mm-hmm. And it would, be, it would be quite nice. It was quite syrupy, but it was quite nice. Um, and that would be what both Donna and I would get in the mornings at Magic Kingdom. We'd go here, get a coffee and maybe a cattail to share. Right, yeah. Um, the lady now, in the tramp sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> But now, obviously, you, can you imagine if you saw somebody doing that and just in I this bet list, loads of people do it, just like eating at opposite ends of the cattail. I bet loads of people do it, but but now, obviously, um, with Starbucks, it doesn't we don't go there as much, yeah, yeah. I think we do need to point out the Wonderland slushy, yes, it's a, it, a raspberry lemonade, a Fanta grape, and a candy coated straw. Um, I only noticed this when I was looking for pictures of the Cheshire, Cheshire Cafe. And I mean, the straw just looks atrocious. <laughs> it, it does, isn't it? It, it looks does. like it would be painful to drink from. Yeah, it does. It's, it's like jagged, hard candy that's just been coated on this straw. Um, it, 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 it's a weird one to me. Yeah. The drink, the drink looks all right. I'm not the biggest fan of like grape soda. Um, I've, I've not had it cause I don't, you know, don't really drink soda. Um, yeah, I mean, cause it's, it's a slushy, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, you know, it might, it might be something I'd have a go at, but yeah. It's very strange though, because it is a, it's a paper straw coated with candy. Oh, it's why, paper straw. Of course. It's, it's a paper, paper straw. Yeah. Why is the, why is the straw just not hard candy? Yeah. It's a bit of a weird one that, isn't it? Cause, cause you, you can think... make it with like, um, 
like a bit like a, I don't know, like a metal tube or something. Right. Coat the candy around it so it hardens like a straw. Yeah. And do it that way. But I mean, they could even put like a, they could even get like a red vine, couldn't they? Yeah. And coat that in can- hard candy. Yeah. And then you could drink through the red vine. Yeah. Because then at least you could eat the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with like, it's very odd, isn't it? I mean, that is strange because if you if you actually wanted to eat the candy off the straw, you'd have to like suck it off. At which point, the straw is just going to go to mush. Yeah, <laughs> it's very strange. It doesn't seem very practical at all. No, no, not at all. But I mean, other, other than the the Cheshire uh, cattail and the Wonderland slushy, everything yeah. else is stand. You've got the um, kind of Joffy's coffee, uh, orange juice, um, twinings. Twinings of London, as they officially call it, yeah, um, and uh, Dasani, like the stands and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah just your stands. Yeah, it it just baffles me that this place has only got seven things on the menu. It's very, it is a very small menu. Yeah, it, yeah, it's possible. It's got to be like the smallest. I think. Yeah, I think of, for a, a, of a window of like a fixed building. Yeah, kind of I think you might be quick right. Quick service. Um, and then so we're moving on to. Um, the fairy tale garden, which um, is basically a place where you just meet Merida before you know pre-COVID times. Yeah, yeah. It's a very nice, nicely designed little area. They've got like um, kind of targets set up, like you know, with arrows and things. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's it's quite a nice kind of photo opportunity. Yeah, I think I, f- I feel like similar to Alice in Wonderland. I feel like Brave is very unrepresented in the parks. Yeah, I mean, I suppose at least she's got a meet and creep. I don't know how popular she is now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I really like the film. Right, the, film, the film's good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like it has a bit of a sort of mixed reaction. Like you know, people don't not. I don't feel like it gets a huge amount of love. No. Um. Yeah. Like some obviously some of the sort of more recent stuff like, um, Moana and things like that aren't hugely represented in the parks, are they? Obviously, the plan is to. Well, the plan was to have a bit of representation in Epcot. Yeah. I'm not sure, entirely sure if that's still happening. I think it may have been dropped, is it? I've always found it strange that they don't have meet and greet areas for the latest characters. Yeah, it does always seem strange, doesn't it? Because, yeah, like, like yeah, sure, you get the classics, but you think you feel like they could have one area where they have it just some cycles of the more... through the latest princess or, or main yeah. characters because it would be very easy to change a space like this to like a Moana theme. It's just a few props. Yeah, yeah, just sort of make it a little bit personalised. Um, it feels like they could even rotate it within the week, couldn't they? Like yeah. two days they have Moana, two days they have Brave or Merida, um, you know, and uh, like like even now, like Raya, um, mm. you know, are we going to see her represented in the parks as, you know, much? Not sure. Yeah, yet. that's a good point. I think it's very difficult. It's also very diff- difficult to cast those types of roles. Yeah, yeah. Like Moana must be quite difficult. I mean, especially when you you really. I mean, have... there is a there is a Moana meet and greet, isn't there? Somewhere. Isn't in Paris? I think you have one for. Is it is it Paris? Yeah. Okay, because I, I have seen I have seen her as the character. I've seen her in Paris, definitely. Yeah, right. Kind of the Adventureland area. Oh, okay. Not okay. half Indiana Jones. Like it didn't fit at all. So, I was going to say it's a weird placement. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't fit at all. But I mean, I suppose at least you can meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we, I guess we should we hit like one last place? Yeah, I think so. I think we've got a bit of time to do that. So the last place on the list for, t- for today is the, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mm. I, I really like this. I, I think it's I think it's a good attraction, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just one. It's just a, it feels like a, just a classic Disney dark ride, doesn't it? Yeah, I I mean it's a little bit rough around the edges these days. It feels like um, it definitely needs a paint, like a repaint. Yeah, because didn't they put one in Shanghai? I think so. Yeah, and I feel like it was looked really good in Shanghai. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I'm sure. Um, it's, I'm sure. It's I'm, in... I'm guessing it's not in. I'm guessing it's not in Hong Kong. I'm not sure. I think it. I think it is in Hong Kong as well. Oh, is it? Okay, that's kind of surprising, given. I mean, the one in Shanghai. I'm just just going through it now. It does look. It is pretty much like much, very similar. Yeah, I think it but is very it, similar. It just it just looks new, doesn't it? It does. It does look <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, there's nothing wrong with the attraction as, a, as you know, as an attraction, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, I think it's a little bit rough around the edges these days. It needs a bit of a it's, Yeah, yeah, it just needs a bit of a revamp. But otherwise, it, yeah, it really is like a classic attraction, really. Um, I don't know, I don't know what year it opened, but... Um, well, I, rec- I reckon my guess would be 2004. Okay. So I, so I have a look. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to hazard a guess. <laughs> Oh, you've got a guess. <laughs> uh, my my initial thing would have been somewhere in the nineties. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was uh, um, it was ninety nine. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. Yeah, Disney Disney Worlds was the first to open by the looks of it. Right. Uh, you've also got one in Disneyland that opened in two thousand three. Uh, Hong Kong Disney Disneyland, which opened in two thousand five, and Shanghai in twenty sixteen. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a great. As you said, it's a great classic ride, isn't that? I really like. I, um, I feel like Winnie. There's a lot of love for Winnie the Pooh, isn't there? As yeah. as a as a character and a story and, and all of the characters as a whole, really. Um, yeah, I think it's a great it's a great kids ride as well. The interactive queue is quite nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I imagine this is going to be one you taking Piper on. I can't imagine there's a height restriction. No, there's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be taking one. It's very colourful and bright, and yeah. Um, it's just yeah it's just a great ride i think the only thing is it does often have quite a big queue it can have quite a big queue can't it um although i feel like it's one of these attractions where by the eight by sort of after you've done your first three fast passes it's often available as a fast pass yeah agreed actually and that's often when i ride it yeah obviously at the moment you can't get a fast pass for it but um in pre-covid worlds yeah i feel like it was one of those places where you you would get a fast pass later in the day for it yeah, usually it's exactly what I do. Because um, I remember we did three. I got a fast pass to winning the Pooh. And then as we came off, Big Thunder came available. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I think having already done. It's like the stars have aligned. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, and it was like 10 minutes time. So I was like, yep. Nice. Nice. That so is I- one of the good things about Magic Kingdom, isn't it? Because there's so many attractions. Yeah. After you've done your first three attractions, there is often places you can get other fast passes for. Because um, I feel like in places like Hollywood and Animal, it's a little bit more limited. Because what yeah. what you what what you can get a fast pass for is well, the things that you would want to get a fast pass for they're all gone. are just go- they're all gone. Yeah, yeah. Because so. I remember the only thing that that was available when I was last in Hollywood was the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Right, and it's kind of like we don't need a fast pass for that. No, like, I mean, I yeah. did get one um, because yeah. it allowed me the time to go to Baseline Tap House, get a beer and go back. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was by myself. Oh, uh, yes. Is this the one where you, the guy like nodded at you as you were going in or something? Just like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by, my, by myself with a beer. With a beer, yeah. yeah. Indiana Jones, 
What more do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I was. It was great, actually. I, I thought that was the second time I'd watched it in that trip. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. <laughs> I had a great time. Donna was, Donna was back at the hotel room, morning sickness. So, you know, it was, it was it was the afternoon actually. Oh, was it? Okay, um, but I think similar thing. She was feeling a bit unwell. Yeah, and, and you just came it, back and you were like, "I had a great day." She she met me after that because we, we we watched Fantasmic. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so no, actually, we we went to um, Ogre's Cantina and then watched Fantasmic. I think right. Um, because I remember the first time we went to watch Indiana Jones on that trip I got a beer in the arena in the state um stadium um theater and it was like it was a bud and I was like oh Oh, okay I didn't realize you could get them in the yeah there's a cart at the top there's some guy selling um oh okay so I got popcorn and and a beer selling selling beers and souvenir whips that light up yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh my eye (laughs) um and it was all right, but like, because they pour it in a glass, like a plastic cup for you. Yeah. And it's like, it's, but it's bud. So I, on the second time round, I fully optimized the experience <laughs> by going to baseline first. You were just like, fast pass, baseline, job done. Yeah. Making sure that I wasn't going to drink a bud again. So I got a decent IPA from baseline and had the best time ever. <laughs> I was like wedged between two families as well. Just here and watching the show. <laughs> She's going, da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. I was fully expecting like my partner to arrive at any point, but never did. <laughs> just like living my best life. Yeah. He's this guy, he's this guy by himself drinking beer watching the Air Jones. <laughs> but there we are. Uh, so we're, we're gonna save the rest of Fantasyland um for the final part of our Magic Kingdom tour. Yeah, it's it's a beefy one. Is Fantasyland? Yeah, I think we've still got like one, two, three. I think it's nine. I think ten. Is it ten? Still got ten more places to go. Uh, oh no, you're I, right. It's nine. I only can't. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say I only can't. Nine. I can't count. I can't count. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you've enjoyed today's show or any of our shows, please make sure you um, rate us on the podcast app and leave us a review, uh, a written review if you can as well. You can find us online on all of the socials. Just search for Theme Park Trader. And we're over on themeparktrader.com as well. So thanks for listening. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>